What is up, Sheepdog Nation? Welcome to another podcast episode of the Intuitive Sheepdog with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. So today what we're going to be doing is if you have been tuning in, we've been doing a little mini series called Dear Chief. And the reason why I did that is because I got very inspired um, when I attended the International Chiefs of Police um, Conference in Chicago. I went with my husband and um, and I got to be around a lot of very influential people, uh, a lot of chiefs, a lot of twos, threes, um, and departments, uh, commissioners. And I had some really amazing conversations with chiefs. And, um, and I think, you know, honestly, I needed to have these conversations. I needed the curtain to get peeled back for me um, so that I could see what reality was. Because I can't tell you how many times in my career I have felt like, um, you know, my chief didn't care about me. And so this episode is going to be kind of, you know, a little behind the scenes of like what's actually going on with your chief. And I'm going to kind of wrap this mini series up. But before we dive in, I just want to give a quick shout out to our podcast sponsor, The Badge Life. Um, their entire apparel line, it, it's getting hot. They're, they're doing some cool shit. They're changing it up. They're listening to customers. The, you know, the quality of it is excellent. Go check them out. Instagram at The Badge Life. You can go to thebadgelife.com and click the show links below. I'll have them linked in. I really like their stuff. So go check them out. So <clears throat> kind of where I'm at as far as, you know, this whole thing is when, so for my entire career, you know, not in the beginning, obviously, but like, especially towards the end, you know, before I got injured, I definitely felt like my chief did not care. I felt like the administration didn't care. Hell, I felt like my my sergeant didn't care. I felt like nobody gave a fuck um, at my police department. And I have to say that, you know, I've been in this really unique position to have this podcast to reach thousands of you across the world. Um, a lot of you will email me. A lot of you will direct message me on Instagram, private message me on Facebook, and we get to have some really interesting conversations. Um, some of you have signed up for my intuitive sheepdog club. So I really get to know you up close and personal. I get to know what's going on with you guys. And what I'm realizing is that we all kind of feel the exact same. So we all definitely feel like, um, you know, nobody gives a shit about us. And it's the majority feeling. And that we really kind of forget that at one time, our chiefs, you know, and our lieutenants and our majors, like they were all patrolmen. And it's like, do we forget it or do they forget it? I'm not sure. But that's kind of how like, I felt, you know, I felt like you have no fucking idea what I'm doing, boots on the road. Like you don't even know this job anymore. You're too busy being a politician. And I hear that a lot. And that's really kind of how I felt. And you, and you know, this podcast has really been me kind of connecting with, you know, boots on the ground, patrolmen, um, people who've been injured, police officers, really in any capacity. But I, I definitely don't, you know, connect with a lot of chiefs on this podcast, that's for sure. And so, um, you know, it's really been about that for me because that's really, you know, I felt like I got scorned kind of. Like I just felt so bitter and felt like nobody cared about me. Um, and nobody's trying to make change. And like, we have problems. Like doesn't 
anybody see these problems? Anybody but me? That don't they see these problems? You know, and and the answer is after I've spent so I got to spend like five days with a bunch of really influential people, and honestly, they they changed my life and in a really good way, in a positive direction. I got to see, you know, where all of the chiefs, I mean, these are like 20,000 chiefs from all across the world. They come to this convention every year. And, 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 and the biggest topic was officer mental health, emotional health, um, emotional wellness. I want you to know that. And so like, they are recognizing that we have a problem and they did a ton of training. They offered a ton of training that a lot of talks about it. Even at the banquet, they talked about it, you know, it is definitely something that people are talking about now. You know, they're, they can't turn their heads. They're seeing that we have a problem. And, you know, I was talking to some people who've been around and they've said like, yeah, no, it's been talked about a lot, but now it's really coming up. It's like very prevalent. It's a really, it's a big topic that everyone's talking about, which made me feel really good because I was like, good, like we're getting somewhere. Finally, you know, we're getting someplace. So that was definitely something I was I was happy to hear that, you know, we're getting someplace with. Um, but I've got to tell you, and I think that the opportunity I was afforded because my husband, he got to go because he, um, because he got Trooper of the Year, he w- was afforded really this amazing opportunity. And so be- because I believe in the universal powers, I was afforded this amazing opportunity that me- they let me go. They got to know what's up close and personally. Um, I- we got to know them a little bit, um, you know, the higher ups in their departments and the main, some really high um, up departments in Maine and stuff. And I really realized here's what I realized that they actually, they do give a shit. Now I'm going to just say, this doesn't mean every chief, every admin, every sheriff, every, you know, Colonel, every person it's in law enforcement actually give a shit about their officers. Cause I do know that there are some that literally just don't care, but I'm going to say this and I can't believe I'm saying it. Listen, I can't believe I'm about to say what I'm about to say because I have been so bitter. I felt like I've been wronged. I felt like I have seen a lot of really political bad outbreaks, a lot of political bullshit, but I'm going to say this, the chiefs actually do care. And your twos and your threes that are in charge for the most part, the majority of them, they do care. They care and they care about you and they care about the agency and they care about where you're going as an agency. I just want you to know that they actually do care. Here's the problems. Okay. I'm going to cut right through this, make this another short and sweet episode. Here's the majority of the problems. Legal bullshit. Like legal bullshit, depending on who their counsel is, depending on like if the legislature hops in, depending on, you know, what HR does, like it's all a legal fucking shitstorm. And I couldn't believe like when I sat down and had like real conversations and I'm like, well, why not? Why don't we do this? They're like, yeah, well, we can't do that unless A, B, and C gets checkmarked. And then I tried to do this and then HR said this. And so I can't do this and da, 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 da. And I'm like, whoa, like, whoa, like totally blowing my mind. Right. I'm like, wow, like this is insane. This is insane. Like I, I didn't know that, you know, I really, honestly, I, I didn't know that. I thought, I thought like if a chief wanted to do something that they would just be able to do it. And I didn't realize there was a whole bunch of legality loopholes, and stuff like that. I I really didn't know. And 
Um, there's a lot with HR, a lot, a lot with HR that we don't know about. And if you are in HR, then you do know, but like, especially now when we are in a time where everybody is so, so happy and everybody can get jammed up for everything, like people, you know, who are, are, um, like the HR reps that are like, you know, in charge of police departments or, you know, they work really closely with the chiefs, they're really advising them to take a step back and literally be that politician, be an administrator instead of be the cop who has your back. Right. And, you know, we're, we're reaching this time in, in our world where even frontline supervisors are getting jammed up for stupid fucking shit. Like just so stupid that, you know, they're just, but they're getting jammed up. And, and what's happening is because I think in my opinion, you know, we're HR and the top down, like they're trying to send a message. Like, look, we can't tolerate this shit anymore. It's not like it was policing is not like it was, you know, 10 years ago and you, you know, shit's changed. And so why was that good for me? And why is it good for you? Right. Just cutting to the chase here is it was good for me to see that fam, because I really fucking believed that they didn't care and they were not open and they were not available to listen to A, B, and C, you know, and they, and they listened to me and you guys know me, you know, you know, I go on rants and I'm like, listen, and I'm going to talk until anybody will listen to me. And it's not like I'm spewing a bunch of bullshit. I'm spewing facts. I'm spewing like my own, you know, training, education and experience from training. I mean, and I'm, you know, I'm talking to them about what I'm doing in the intuitive sheepdog club, the results that we've yield, what my officers are saying to me, how officers have been like, yeah, because of you, you know, I'm now, I now have my dream job. I have um, an intuitive sheepdog in that he is now a fucking pilot. Like he transitioned out of law enforcement and he's been in law enforcement for over 12 years. And his dream was to be a fucking commercial airlines pilot. And like, in like a month he's got, or I think even just a couple of weeks, he has an interview with American airlines. Like he's going to like flight school regardless, but he, you know, and, and stuff like that. I have officers who are transitioning from an agency they hate and they're going someplace else. Like I've t- I'm telling them this, I'm telling them how like I've had officers be like, yeah, because of you, I'm still here. I didn't want to be here. Yeah. I took the gun out of my mouth because of you. That's powerful shit, fam. Like that's fucking powerful. And, um, you know, and I'm telling, and I'm having these conversations and they're so open to it. And they're like, yes, I want to do something with you, but here's, here's the loopholes. This is what we're navigating. This is da, 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 da. You know, and I was like, okay, like, but that gives me something to work with. And that now, I now know that it's not just them turning a cheek to me. I now know it's that they actually care. The conversations that I've had were just absolutely amazing. And the amount of compassion and empathy and like the questions, and it wasn't even like one way talks that I had. I had a lot of chiefs and deputy chiefs and majors and colonel, light colonels and blah, blah, blah. Like they would ask me questions about boots on the ground. Like, Hey, so what's this, this, and this? I witnessed, um, a second in command continuously ask one of their boots on the ground. Like, I don't know if he, he would just start out. He'd be like, Hey, look, like, I don't know a, B and C, but you do. So can you tell me, I'd love to know <clears throat> what, what's your opinion on this? What do you think would make this better? How can we better serve? Um, <clears throat> you know, and, and I have to say that blew my mind. I was like, yes, finally a leader who gets it. But I was so sad 
And when I came back, I just told my husband, I said, we just got afforded this beautiful opportunity. Like, you know, your admin cares, you know, we now know like administrations across the country, across the world, like they care. But officers weren't privy to see what I saw and what he saw. And like, and that's why it is so important that I'm here telling you this because you didn't get that that experience. And so I know even you by listening to me, you're still going to be like, yeah, right out of my admin. They don't give a shit, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to just tell you, honestly, like 95% of the admins across the world, they do give a shit. You do get some rotten eggs. You have to understand there's a lot that they can't do. Their hands are tied. Um, and then like legal bullshit steps in. So it's like they take the human out of a lot of things, which obviously cripples us, which obviously isn't good for us, you know. Um, and, and, but I'm just going to say that the majority do care. I'm happy you're listening to this podcast. I hope that you can just take this brief message that I've given you. You know, I'm not a chief. I can't get into specifics, um, you know, like from their positions, but I can tell you that the conversations that I did have, and that is what they said. And, and, you know, they'd like to do all these things and they're doing as much as I can, but you know, money only allows goes so far. And then, you know, and then politics will step in and, and then they have like legislature when they're like enacting new laws or new positions when it comes to like, state and federal agencies. And then we have, you know, the, the sheriff, like that's extremely political, right? Because the sheriff is getting elected in as their position. And then we have our, you know, local police departments who they're still, it's still quite political because they're working directly with the mayors and the, you know, the, the bigger agencies, we have commissioners and shit like that. Like they're working directly with the legislature. So at the end of the day, when we're all like, yeah, you just turned into a politician and it's like, yeah, they did. Here's why. And here's what it looks like. I think that sometimes I do wish chiefs could do a little bit better of a job still showing their agency that they're the cop. But the only thing that I could come up with the reason why they're not doing that or the majority aren't doing that is because one, they haven't had that kind of training or they haven't really thought about it. Two, they're they're very fucking stressed out. Like they are stressed out. Like they are getting heat from, you know, their agencies, from the community, from the legislature, from their bosses, right? Like so they're getting it from everywhere too except they're the fucking, they're the hit guy, right? Like they're the points of contact. Like with us patrol officers, like we're like, fuck, like this sucks. But then, you know, the chief is the one is really going to take the hit when something really bad happens and reflects on the agency. Right. And so, you know, obviously in the chiefs, like don't want things to look bad for their agencies. They don't want bad, like things to look bad for you guys, like their guys and girls, you know what I mean? So they're constantly like, fuck, like we got to articulate this. We got to make this look better. We got to do this. We got to do that, you know? And yeah, I mean, it's easy for them to get caught up. And I also think that HR steps in and is like, you cannot do A, B, and C. You cannot say A, B, and C. And at a time where everybody's getting sued, like I don't blame them. And it sucks. Like it totally sucks. So, you know, do I have an answer to all of this? No, I don't have an answer at all. Any, like, you know, what I would think would change the culture we've talked about. But the thing is, is that I think it was just so fucking important that you guys know that the majority of your chiefs actually do care that you're going to have, you know, one or two bad apples. I'm not going to lie about that, but for the most part they do care, but their hands become fucking tied by legal stuff, human resources stuff, you know, legislature stuff, just different things like that. And so If you're going to, you know, instead of getting pissed, which is what most officers do and then they get bitter, here's what you need to do. 
get creative, figure out different ways that you can help change the system and how you can make like effective changes and stuff like that. Instead of just getting pissed and being bitter and then going down a bad road, don't do that. And then also lean into my content because I'm always all about teaching you how to, you know, better your life, change your perspective and all of that. Okay. So thank you for tuning into this podcast. If you have not checked out the Intuitive Sheepdog Club, I suggest that you do. If you haven't checked out my Instagram content, I'm really stepping it up, doing a lot of cool shit that you never expected me to do, which is cool. So come check that out. Um, If you guys have questions, if you have anything you want to say, as always, my DM is open. You can shoot me an email, autumn at autumnclifford.com. And I'll see you next time.